Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts in nothing talk about everything. On today's episode, we take a look at human nature, the interactions between us people, and how it can be so annoying at times and very beautiful at others. Everyone has their own outlook on social interaction, and wrong or right, it's how we navigate the world we're in. So get ready to try and understand the folks around you. As two random men discuss, why are people this way? So I'm leaving the grocery store a couple of hours ago. Got sent on a run. Mm-hmm. And first off, there's nothing on the shelf. There was one item that I went in for that wasn't on the shelf. I go looking for a certain brand of milk. Not there. I go looking for this can of this. No. They had nothing. Nothing I was looking for. All the shelves are blown. Hmm. Yeah. We, we went there the other day and had the same, same issue. I think it's, it's probably because the whole uh, the Ever Given ship. What is that? Do you, you, don't, you don't watch any news, do you? I, in the mornings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is uh, that the one that's in the canal? Yeah. In the Suez Canal. Okay. I think it's <clears throat> yeah. It, uh, it somehow was going down the canal and got sideways and beached itself <laughs> and like that ship itself did it beach was... itself or did it get like in that austin powers <laughs> i think it actually got beached but in the pictures it sure looks like that where it's like can't go forward can't go back <laughs> it's got a locked in there just back and forth <laughs> <laughs> i never back thought about it like that but yeah that's where my mind went austin yeah. powers but yeah i mean that ship alone carries like twenty thousand of the big huge shipping containers mm-hmm. and just goods on it yeah just goods well they can't get it out of the way so nothing else can go through it Oh. So all the ships were having to redirect, and instead of like what would take two days, now it's turning into like ten day shipments. So yeah, a lot of things are like running out on the shelves, and yeah, how have you not heard about getting this? hard to find? Wow. I, I heard somebody at work was talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, that's where we're running out of stuff. That makes sense. Hmm. I mean, of course, that's first world problems. <laughs> it's like they don't have my certain kind of yeah beans that i'm looking for well, you said so you went looking for something weird it was spam and i had to buy spam light <laughs> damn it the talking about end. rolling off of another episode with spam they're gonna be like this dude loves some spam I'm like, yes i do what's wrong with that nothing my eyes <laughs> eyes of some other people so what else happened at the store the infuriating part was i walk outside and there's the shopping baskets i'm talking probably 80 to 100 shopping baskets just floating around like free-range buffalo in the damn <laughs> field just all over the place. Where's the shopping cart? Free-range buffalo. Is there any other type of buffalo? <laughs> yeah. They should have yeah. said free-range chickens. But yeah, it's, it didn't seem, you know, they were more majestic than chickens. These shopping, just, these shopping carts in the wind. Just rolling. Just. Yeah, it was infuriating. So I spent probably 10 minutes just gathering up all the shopping carts in my area, taking Aww, them back to the, nice the buggy cart. Dude. Nice guy. Way it's go. like the litmus test of do the right thing, you know? Like, there's n- <laughs> no one's watching. Are you going to put it up? Are you going to leave it out there like an asshole? Because no. I don't know about you. If you've ever had a car, especially a brand new car, that gets dinged by a shopping cart, and it, oh, it's it's drives you wild. Oh, yeah. I, it, for six months after buying my new truck, I purposely parked way out in the back. They're still there, yeah. too. Yeah. They live yeah, out there. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. where they're grazing. That's where they end up. <laughs> So when the, like said so the shopping cart wrangler, shopping he's like cart looks wrangler, and yeah. he's like, "That's too far." I did <laughs> get a nod wrangler. from one of the shopping cart wranglers from across the the way. He just was like, "Thank you, give, mm. give me that nod." And I was like, "Hey man, just doing my part." But yeah, why are people like that? I, I don't know. 
lazy. Seriously, it is 20 paces away to take it there. It's just infuriating. Hmm. Another in, <sighs> another thing at the grocery store or any store is especially when we had when the kids were little, people coming up touching your children. Get your oh, hands off God, my kid. Yes. I hate oh, that. Oh. Gets on my nerves so bad. Don't put your hands on my kid. I don't know who you are. Or even if I know who you are, it's just, it's bad form. You know what I mean? It's not, it's impolite. Don't put your hands on someone's newborn baby. Why do people think that's okay? Want to reach down and touch their face and stuff. It's not cool. No. Especially especially now with, you know, COVID and everything still being a thing. Like, no. Stay away. You you want me to just walk up to you and put my hand on your cheek (laughs) and greet you? (laughs) Hello. Maybe that's what you should do nice next time. Nice to see you, Cynthia. Next time they reach for your kid, you should just like interject and just put your hand as soon as yeah, just up on their cheek and just, just like hold them. Be like, grab their hand and hold their hand. No. Hi, hi. Is this uncomfortable for you? Hi. I certainly hope so. It's about <laughs> as uncomfortable as you touching my child. Thank you. I, I don't. I, yeah, I've never understood that. To the point to where I know, like, when Jack was little, we would just keep the little sheet thing over him. Because like yeah, the baby want, blanket that yeah, goes over yeah, the carrot. Like, People still like, oh, do you have a baby in there? And you feel like the leprechaun <laughs> guarding a pot of gold, like putting it kind of behind your back, like, mm, not nope, yours. Nope, nope. I know what you're going for. Nothing to see here. I know exactly what you're about to do. <laughs> Get your grubby hands out of here. Mm, we don't want none of that. No, no. I, I can't stand that. No, no. Yeah. People do odd things. People, yeah. I guess it's not odd because a lot of people do it. It's still odd. It doesn't matter how you many know people when do it's it. Coming. It's still weird. It's still weird. Don't do it. it but it kind of goes into uh, what we were talking the other day about the how everybody always wants to critique your parenting. Why? Yes. Why? You go to a party. How old are the kids now? Uh, so are y'all into, are you reading to them every night? What, what does it matter? It's my kid. <laughs> yeah. It's my kid. Don't tell me how to raise my kid. Everybody's got a critique of your parenting. Yeah. And I guess it's been that way since forever. I, I don't know if it's like they just want to express something that they've done or something that they know about, or they just want to you know have something to talk about. Maybe maybe they're thinking that, like that's something to contribute. Is to that the an icebreaker? But don't don't sit here and judge me if I if like you said if they're like oh well uh, is is he reading yet? If I say yes, are you gonna leave me alone? <laughs> so five nights out of the week they're eating chicken nuggets. Fuck off. You know, they're eating. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody's got a parent in their own way. Leave me be. I'm not going to, I never, I never do that. Like I've given some people that were about to have a kid, some advice as far as stuff like, Hey, people didn't ever tell me this. So here's mm-hmm. some advice about some things to try to, you know, give them a heads up. But as far as like going in there and be like, Oh, well, can you parent like this? No, no, I'm yeah. not going to do you that. You super parent? Nope. You super dad? Nope. Hell nope. no. No, I mostly do it if I'm asked. A lot of times I'm the older guy around younger guys, so I'll I'll kind of... Yeah, that's different, though. If I overhear them expressing a problem, I'll offer a little bit of advice and say, here's what I would do and I would try, but I'd never say, well, you should do this, or why are you you doing it that way? That's the wrong way to do it. Mm. They don't know. They're figuring it out. Everybody's... When you first become a parent, everybody is a first-time parent. Exactly. Exactly. And you're doing the best you can. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, with you having multiple kids... I know it's been different between between different times, like how you handled things. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, of course, going through the whole first kid, second kid, third Twins kid is a totally different world hmm. than having one. Because, like, you... Uh, 
I don't want to underplay being stressed as a parent when you have a new kid because I was there. I know how stressful that was. But when you have two, and especially now that they're toddlers and they shoot off in different directions and they have their little twin communication thing that they do <laughs> when they're like, we're going to, okay, you go high, I'll go low. Split up, boom, these, like go, run these different directions. Beings that can't talk can still communicate with each other with an oh, eye yeah. look and they know. Just a wink and a nod. Yeah, and it's like. And you they, know they're plotting on they you too. Formulate, you... They formulate a plan. <laughs> you know the attack is coming, and you're sitting there just like I'm. Well, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's coming. <laughs> and then it happens, and you're trying to run in two different directions, and you're falling over all baby toys, matters of shit, Stuff. stepping on Legos. Mm-hmm. It's right. First mm-hmm. thing I do in the morning is put on shoes. Straight out of bed, it's put on shoes because I don't know the minefield that I'm about to walk into. Mm-hmm. 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 You clean the house four times every day. And with twins, it's it's a tornado. Hmm. I can only imagine people that have triplets and quadruplets. I I, I, I can't wrap my mind around it. No, that's. I think we're one and done. Because <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to anymore. I got one. He's good. No. We're gonna stick with that. <sighs> of course, of course, him. I have to worry about stepping on dinosaurs and Legos and stuff like that. All kinds of sharp little things. Constantly, or what's actually Batman what helmet? What Worst I found Lego is, ever, Batman helmet. What I found is actually worse than stepping on a Lego or a little plastic dinosaur or something is stepping on like something uh, gooey, like the little Nerf squishy balls. You step on one like of those because you don't know what it is, <laughs> and then you react up top and like send yourself into a wall yeah, at two a.m. <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to sneak to the house, be quiet. The lights are out, and everything. I step on something that's weird and squishy. Between my toes, it feels like a mouse. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that to me, at least pain, I understand pain. I can, I can react to pain. I can be angry. I'm going to lift sad, my foot up slowly or and assess the situation. And, but I don't know if I just stepped I on a rat. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's actually worse than stepping on a Lego. Okay. <laughs> I cannot disagree with that. But back to people just being people, man. You know one of the ones I always thought was weird? And I have a story to go along with this from whenever I was in college. But uh, I always thought it was weird that as a kid, you're constantly in school and everything. You are assigned seating. And you have to sit in your same spot every day. That's how you go. So then as an adult, you go to a place like, say, a classroom or an office or some place you visit A meeting often. room. Yeah, some place where you visit all the time. And you're an adult. You have the choice. You can you can choose where you want to sit. But typically, everybody finds a seat, and that's where they sit every time. Yeah, you're right. For whatever reason, I don't I don't follow that same thing. Now, one of my offices where I work. You like to buck the system? There is one place that I go, but that's so that way I'm in the very back of the room, closest to the door, so as soon as it's over, I can bolt. Right. But for the most part, I, I'd never care where I sit. Like, I just, I've never been a person that's afraid to sit in the front of the class, back of the class, whatever. And so when I was in college, I was in a criminal psych class, okay? And every day I walked in and I would just pick a spot. Like, I didn't think about it. I just would go over there and walk over and sit down. Sometimes it was front, sometimes middle, back, wherever, side, middle. What did everybody else do? Everybody else sat in the same spot every day. Well, I didn't think anything about it. You well, were in a criminal psych- psychology class. Yeah, though, criminal right? psychology class, yes. After about a month, the teacher calls me out in front of everybody and goes, sir, why is it that you sit in a different seat every day and everybody else sits in the same spot? 
Is it off-putting that you caught the eye of the criminal psychology yeah, teacher of like, wait a minute, this wor- guy's not following suit. He's not following the herd mentality <laughs> quotation. <laughs> like, well, I was like, oh no, am I going to be a criminal? <laughs> oh no, just like some kind of like murder. You're destined whatever. to be a criminal. Because like, I don't choose the same seat every day. <laughs> he <laughs> likes to remain anonymous. <laughs> so he he's a shadow out. in the crowd. Yeah, he straight up called me out. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just sit where I think I should. He was like, hmm, that's weird. It's odd. And then just went back person. to teaching. Like, never explained Never anything. addressed never, it again? Yeah. Never, never, like, went into, like, yeah. oh, that's a tendency for something, like, use it as a teaching tool. No. Interesting like, hmm. insight into Keith's mentality. <sighs> yeah. I think I do that where I sit in the same spot all the time. If you were riding on a bus or you're riding, you know, yes, I, you like the same spots. I know it's, like, a habit thing because, like I said, again. Sheldon Cooper. That's my spot. Yeah, I mean, as as a kid, you grew up and they made you, you know, sit in the same spot. So you kind of get in the habit of doing it. And then you find a spot and, like, hey, kid. Think about, like, you know, at the house. I know everybody has their spot at the house where you like to sit. M- me, like, we have our spots on the couch. I sit on the right-hand side. Wife sits on the left-hand side. Jackson sits right on the end. Like, that's just how we naturally do. But, I don't know, when I go into, like, a, a, a place where I have multiple options, I just, I don't think about it. I just go to the first spot that I see. You know what I like to do is drive down roads I've never been down before. Okay, yeah. Does that kind of apply? Yeah. Like, is is if, that weird? Like, if I actually have... A, if I take little... the same route every day, going back and forth to the same place, every once in a while, I like to offshoot and just go, well, what's down that path? What's down this path? I've never been down that road before. And go down there and just see what it is. Does it mean I'm a genius? Or does it mean I'm going to be a serial killer? <laughs> I don't know. I... <laughs> I've never really asked the question to a lot of people and seen if they kind of think the same way. I've, I've done it. It might just be one of those things that's ingrained into us as explorers naturally, as human yeah. beings. Yeah, I've done it. Plenty to times. just yeah. go down the path less chosen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there, there are certain parts that are taught through society and social training to follow, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then, but we still have that ingrained explorer part of our soul and our psyche that wants to see the different. Explore the different. Uh, the Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson, uh, don't go where the path may lead. Instead, go where there is no path and leave a trail. I think it's a quote. Oh, I think that's you. It yeah. Getting deep there, bro. I said I went to college. <laughs> I didn't finish. <laughs> but I went. I went there. I showed up a couple of times. Same here. <laughs> no, I love watching people in social environments, uh, social situations, that they... Even if they've never met, everybody kind of follows a formula mm-hmm. in a group of people. You go to a party, you go to uh, a great thing we can relate to would be like a barbecue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, community barbecue or somebody's a kid's birthday party barbecue, mm-hmm. right? And um, watch the dads and Bob is grilling. Where do all the dads end up? By the grill. By the grill. Usually all the, the moms, the wives, the girlfriends, all them... They kind of congregate and click up. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens with the males. Mm-hmm. For the most part. not I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule, but for the most part. It's kind of a natural flow. Kind just, of a natural yeah, flow yeah, of things. Yeah. We all stand over there and everybody <laughs> getting back to uh, the, the, the judgy part of it. I don't think it's so much judgy, but everyone wants to see what you're doing. What's your style, man? What you cooking? What are you doing? What's what temperature at? How long has it been on there? You need to flip? Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. You start getting that, mm, that dad over there like... Do you, do you think you should flip them? And everybody just stares at them like, bro, not your, this is not, not your rodeo. 
it goes back to like the whole like caveman aspect i guess like we get over there together in this group and we're sitting there all like over the fire like from the dawn of time food. we had to learn yeah food. food was the great unifier yeah <laughs> we had to hunt together we had to work as a unit and then at the end everybody would come back share the bounty and tell hunt stories or war stories but there's always the guy. And that's still ingrained thousands of years later in us to do that naturally. And that's neat. I find that very neat. Yeah. But there's still that guy that he's the, he's the pit master. He's the head guy. He's the one cooking Whoever, it. Whoever's in charge. in charge. Yeah. Until he has to either go perform a task, go to the restroom, something like that. And then you get to see who gets knighted <laughs> to watch way. the grill. Yes. <laughs> Right? Yes. Who's, who's going to be the dad standing there? The the brother-in-law, the cousin, the friend. Maybe you trust Roy more. Yeah. You know, who's, who's he going to hand the yes. spatula to? Yes. And get yes. anointed to watch the grill. That is how you know a true, true person you can really trust. If I can hand the tongs <laughs> off to this person, then I trust Then him. the rest of the men around the grill just have to kind of accept <laughs> it like knights at the round table and be like, Lancelot has been chosen as the first knight. <laughs> Lay down their swords. Lay like, down ah. your sword. Be you worthy. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. the captain now. <laughs> I have been there. I have been there where I've had people standing around. And yes, I have to leave Watch for a it. minute. Watch it. Be, be mindful of what it's going on and it's hilarious. And you just like break all the other guys' hearts. Like they're just like, oh, he didn't choose me. I wasn't chosen. It you sounds silly. It really is silly. But <laughs> most, I, I do know a, a buddy of mine. Did this one time we were all cooking out and there was like five or six of us guys and some of the girls that were like, like knew like we all knew what we were doing. Like we, any one of us could have easily taken it over for a little while. Right. Mm -hmm. He chose poorly and he gave <laughs> the reins over to an, another person. It wasn't me. <laughs> and that fool. He goes off, does his thing, and I remember sitting there kind of looking like, man, you know, again, it's, it's not my I cook. I would have chose I'm me. Not, I'm not in All charge. Right, see where this you know, ends up. Whatever, but I'm thinking, man. You're going to rue the day. <laughs> I would do something right about now-ish, and a few minutes later, the head dude comes back, and opens up, and everything's burnt to a crisp. It's just, oh. And, and it was, a it was hard like, lesson was, like, was, was learned that day. I think it was bacon wrapped peppers, I think is what it was, and they were all just burnt, and he's like... I trusted you. You were the chosen one. You were my first knight. I loved you like a brother. You betrayed me. You were supposed to save us. Everybody's looking forward to this. That's another thing is everybody's looking forward to it. Everybody oh, yeah. keeps walking over there. Yeah, I think that's, that's the like, whole other aspect. Like, so how long until we eat? Yeah. Yeah. That question always mm -hmm. comes up. Mm-hmm. Always comes up. We know that. We've done it enough. And yeah, me and you, of course, we're like, it, it'll be ready when it's ready. Yeah. I can give you a time. You, you Usually an hour on either side. You can wait or you can go to McDonald's. But yeah. if you want to eat this good stuff, you will wait. It'll be done when it's done. Get out of my face. I'm working. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Everywhere. Just I, It makes me want to go to a bunch of barbecues this summer since we finally can and just sit yes. around and watch everybody yeah. and they'll be like... I don't think everybody will have listened to the podcast. They'll be like, that motherfucker's over there judging us. Look at him. He's writing. <laughs> He's writing this all down. Judgy. Judgy like Kenny. A, do like at a, uh, you'll sit at a psychiatrist and say certain things. And they just go, oh, okay. And they okay. write down a little pad. And you're like, what are you writing? What are you writing? What are you writing? What's in that book? No, don't worry about it. 
do that at the stand by the park. I'm gonna show up. To, I'm gonna show up to the next party with a little notepad. Just never write anything in it, but have everybody going. What's doing? What you doing? What you doing? Oh, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. What was that? Uh, we know what you do. What was that video you showed me uh, about all the people uh, at the like park? the herd mentality thing? But that one was cool. over to, it, It's some of the greatest. Like we can sit here and nitpick, and we probably will here in a little bit about things people do that just annoy you that are human traits. But uh, there's a video of a guy in a park singing "Living on a Prayer." Mm-hmm. I, I guess it looks like there's a couple hundred people in this park. People are walking babies. People are playing, playing frisbees with their dogs. All this stuff. And he goes into the chorus, and the entire park lights up singing the chorus of "Living on a Prayer," and it's beautiful. And yeah. it's like that's humanity at its best. Yeah, that is like yeah, you're looking that at that is... going. That's a perfect moment. Nobody had to moment. do it. Nobody had to do it. It's nope. not like you watch a, a wreck happen and you 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 need to go help them people. Mm-hmm. You have these people voluntarily you have joining in. Everyone just in a community moment, enjoying each other's presence and having a good laugh and a good uh, bonding experience. That's awesome. And it was magical. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll show you the video. Yeah, it's it was it was awesome. I love yeah. that. I've always okay. A little guilty pleasure here. I've always wanted to be involved in a flash mob. <laughs> like when you're prepared or just caught in the middle of one, like what's going on? <laughs> so I, I okay, I would love to do one planned, but it'd be more fun or even or more scary. I don't know uh, to be in one that I was just in the middle of it and it happened around me. And you're just trying to react would, to it with your own I moves. I would want to like jump in, but then like I'm gonna just totally screw it up. And so the video is gonna be this one guy right in the middle, like totally I say, join in and do but your I would, thing. I would try. I'd be, I'd be, I'd give it everything. You're, I'd, you're the prima yeah. ballerina at that point. All eyes are on you. Yeah, I would give it my all, and I'd be so happy to be in it. I, I know that. Uh, <laughs> that same thing. I know you're a huge Buffy fan. Mm-hmm. That one episode, I, I don't remember what, what which one it was. Which one? The one where, uh, like, a demon made them all, like, live in a musical for uh, a couple uh, days. Once More with Feeling, I believe was the name of that episode. Okay. Yeah, and so, yeah, like, it made it to yeah. where, like, everything they did had to be performed as a musical. Yeah, they couldn't now, help it. They were under a be, curse. That would be terrible. But just for one time, you be out doing something, and you just start, like, saying something, and it turns into a song, and then, like, everybody just around you just... It just naturally joins flows in and you sing and becomes like feelings. a Disney movie or something like that. And it just goes yeah. into this one song and then it it's done and everybody just walks away, act like nothing happened. I think it would be cooler for one moment <laughs> than one day. Like after a day that shit would yeah, get old. Like, yeah, but no, yeah, just yeah. one moment just where one everybody moment. and just, he, yeah, like kinda like that with all them sitting there, you know, and this guy is just sitting there singing, just having fun with it, and next thing you know, everybody's joined in. That would be awesome. That would be cool. I mean, that, think about that it. only happens every once in a while. Think about it like, you know, all the years us playing music and stuff on stage. And that was one of the coolest feelings ever is when we're playing a song and the whole crowd's into it and they're singing along. Yeah. You like, always hear musicians talk about the rush of the crowd singing back oh, to you. Yeah. That is a completely real thing. It's yes. a higher high than you can know. And it's very unique. Mm-hmm. You feel so empowered by being able to even make, being in a crowd well, singing, to, to, to you know, everybody to a concert. It's, it's not same. getting everybody to do something. It's to have everybody enjoying doing something. Like yeah. to you're bring the them band leader. You're the orchestra leader. To bring them happiness. Like to bring a yeah. massive group of people doing something they want to. They want to do. They wouldn't be singing if they weren't into it. Yes. Exactly. And everybody is sharing. Ah, what did Dave Grohl say? He had a really beautiful saying about like you know you can sing a song to a thousand people and there's a thousand different reasons why they're singing it back to you. It, it means something uh, to each one of them. Yeah. And I, I always thought that was kind of cool. 
the infinite wisdom of David Grohl. Yes. <laughs> Very smart man. Well, to touch on kind of that herd mentality thing again, remember back 2016 when Pokemon Go dropped? You're the Pokemon guy. Yes, I but remember. But I remember that time and place <laughs> in 2016 when it came out. That summer was a magical summer. Yeah. Because yes, it was. everybody was out. Every downtown area was filled with people, with their kids, uh, aunts and uncles walking around, uh, groups of friends walking around, getting out and about. I mean, kids still had cell phones in their hands, but they weren't jammed in front of an Xbox or a PlayStation. Or... Well, you say kids, adults too. I mean, because I, I know lots of guys that, you know, sit around and that's what they do in the evening is they just sit around and game that are grown, grown adults, you yeah. know. But it was so cool watching everybody out. You could go to any downtown square or park or, or uh, park or, or the lake. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just weird rural areas even. And there'd be groups of people out there with flashlights walking around because you could only catch some at certain times. And everybody's sharing information and going, oh, well, there's a, a right shoe up there on the hill. Or, well, you can go down here and catch a, a mew. Yeah. You know, and it was really neat to watch every. Everybody was very positive. Everybody was sharing information. Everybody was helping each other. And, having and fun. Out, having fun walking yes. around, walking miles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Yeah. And it, it was so and great. And it sad it, was... it only lasted one summer. Yeah. But, wow, what a summer. It was one of those things that was, of course, it was it was the new thing. It, you know, the whole VR uh, technology. That was one of the, it wasn't the first by any means, but uh, one of the big ones that really hit. Everybody had it on their phone. had it on their phones. But like I said, so many people that didn't even know what Pokemon even was were like, oh, I can go catch this little creature over here. You know, and like they'd, like, they'd hold up their phone and be like scrolling around the room and they'd see it and it's over there, you know, sitting it, on the coffee table. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was like geocaching, but you could walk out your front door and catch something. Yeah. People are going, how do I do it? You know, it, it was really, really neat and time and place that I wish we could have coming out of uh, 2020 and going into 20, <laughs> summer of 2021. Yeah, getting out of COVID. Uh, I don't even like saying it. Oh, I'm tired of saying it. That would be really neat for something like that to happen again. Kind of with bring everybody, everybody back uh, into, like I said, your outdoors. You're out a unity of community. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, everybody you would meet would be like, would be explaining, like, I just caught, like you said, I caught something, you know, over here or whatever. Or, you know, hey, I'm looking for this, blah, blah, blah. And, like, everyone was interacting with everybody, complete strangers, all walks alive. Everybody was out just having fun, just enjoying this. I mean, yeah. we spent, I can't even tell you what... It was competitive, night. but it wasn't like you stole it from me. It was go up there and get it. Go up there and get one. Yeah. Go over there and get one. Go over there and get one. Everybody was sharing the information, and it was wonderful. It was fun. It was, it was a blast, man. That was, that was a great we summer. We took the kid out almost every <laughs> night. We'd get in a truck and go pick up a bunch of their the kids' friends and stuff and drive mm -hmm. around. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, other nights of the week, another parent would take all the kids out to go do it. It was like trick-or-treating every night. Exactly. For the summer. Exactly. That's exactly what it was like. Wow. Yeah. Good analogy, right? Great analogy. Or metaphor. Yeah. Metaphor. Yeah. No, an out. Mm. We're not that smart. <laughs> but yes. step off of that one. But yes, it, it, yeah, that was fun. That was great. It was trick-or-treating every night. That was one of those times, I guess, the herd mentality or whatever was, was good. <laughs> it worked. It was fun. Another funny thing I noticed happens... I don't know if it's just a southern thing because of our thunderstorms being so righteous and kick-ass, but um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people can relate to 
going out on the front porch during a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. And you'll look down the block, and everybody else is standing outside watching it. Yeah, it's it's a thunderstorm. You've been you've you've been experiencing it since you were a small child, but there's still something and magical and wonderful about it to go outside and watch lightning shows. And also told to, to not do that. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to. That wouldn't. If I was recommending it to someone, I would say don't go outside during a lightning storm. But I still have my ass on the front porch every time in the chair watching the grandeur of nature it's such a beautiful show of power i guess like you sit there and you're looking at it and you're thinking like man this is it, it, like it really is Judge, judging thunder booms it's like yeah. oh, that was a good one now i, I always love that like i sit there it's so simple and i'll be out there <laughs> i'm out there watching it you know sitting there half the time I have a beer in my but hand you got to. i'm there watching it and liz will come to me and she's like what's going on i'm like oh you need probably Go and y'all get in the bathtub. <laughs> well, I'm standing there watching it. The like, sky turned green uh-huh. and it sounds like a freight train. Y'all should probably yeah. go inside. Yeah. Well, what about you? Um, no, nah, I'm cool. I'll watch it for a little bit longer. I'll let you know. Because <laughs> the secret you know is that if it's going to get you, it's going to get you. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like here, Texas, Oklahoma, and all these other, other places around here. You Storm you, season is you an event. You don't get a warning on tornadoes. It's, it's You get that long. That's it. So it's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, I can't stop it. I can't run away. <laughs> I mean, you can try, but that's actually what they say is even worse. <laughs> so I like when people ask the Southerners about what's your favorite season. They're like, do you like fall, spring, winter? Nah, storm season. Storm season. Storm season. <laughs> that is a that is a actual legit season. Come April, everybody's on their front porch just waiting for it. Like, ooh, that was a good one. Yes. That video about there's tigers. <laughs> There's tigers in the clouds. <laughs> that one cracked me up. Guy, I'm a truck driver. There's tigers in them clouds. It's booming in the background. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of like looking. But at everybody a, does it. Not everybody, but it's like looking at a lot. If you grew lamp, up in that kind of neighborhood, you just have to watch. You, you walk out to. on your front porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna find people outside. You might walk over to your neighbor Jerry, hand him a beer. Yeah, hey man, y'all good? Man, yeah, you, want, you, you wanna, good? Do you want to talk about uh, everybody standing out there watching, going, "What? Do you remember during? Couple, do you remember a couple of years back when the place down the street caught on fire? Oh yeah, the uh, apartment buildings, oh. the entire apartment, and no one was hurt. They were empty. They were mm-hmm. being constructed. Yeah. So we're not making light of this happening with people in the building, but it was I'm a sure they under insurance. construction <laughs> apartment building, and the whole thing went up during. Mm-hmm. A, it was a lightning storm, right? I think lightning I, hit it. I think so. That's the rumor. That's why I'm sure. Yeah, same thing. Everybody I, sta- well, we were standing outside for a different reason then, as we were trying to make sure that our roofs didn't catch yeah, on the same fire. Thing. Like I remember, I'm out there with a garden hose just soaking the house. I remember walking outside because I saw this weird glow, and I walk out there and like I turn to the side and like I mean this was literally like a block away from us. Oh, the sky! It was light outside because of it. Yeah, and like I said, it was like a block away, and I walk out there and I'm looking at this. Like, oh my gosh. And my neighbor, same thing. He came running out and he's just standing there in the street with me. And we're like, looking. I was like, well, are y'all okay? Like, are y'all good? He was yeah, yeah, I think so. No one's on fire yet. He's like, what about you guys? I was like, yeah, I think we're okay. And he was like, I think I might get some stuff and we might go stay somewhere else tonight. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Start so we came down board. here to you guys, which right. y- y'all are right down the street from us. And same thing. We just pretty much spent the night looking, like watching, like, 
what's going to happen? It burned for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it was like, whoa, whoa. It's the biggest bonfire i ever seen. <laughs> and we're from Texas. <laughs> That's saying something. In case y'all didn't know, and we don't drop that annoying shit every single episode. We're proud of where we're from. I, I think about it sometimes when they're like, different people from around the world. We've got some hits, and we've got a lot of listens from around the world, and they're just probably like, boy, these guys really love them some Texas, don't they? Hey, can't be a true Texan without loving your state. Yeah. It's a good place to be. We like it. It's home. Yeah. It's hot in hell. It's really rainy and nasty sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it gets colder than hell, but eh. But let me tell you something people do, and I'm sure it's not just a down here thing. It's probably an everywhere thing. When you let somebody pass you and they don't give you the courtesy wave, mm. doesn't that just mm-hmm. put a burr in your craw? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the common courtesy thing. Or you let somebody get in in a line of cars that are having to merge, and you don't get that little just... Just that little nod. Just the, wave through the back window. Yeah. Kind of a little hand up in the air. I mean, y'all can't yeah. see the hand gestures we're doing, but we're performing the, hey, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That's annoying as shit, dude. I agree. I agree. Same when you hold the door open for somebody and they don't even acknowledge that you did it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're standing there like a mook for three minutes while people are just rushing through the door. Not a single person turns to you and goes like, hey, appreciate it, man. Yeah. I had a guy today, as a matter of fact. It'll put you in I, a mood when you walk I, into the store. I went uh, I went and stopped, got some fast food before I came down here so we could record. And uh, I was sitting in the line and this guy gets out of his truck comes up to my window and says, hey, man, I just wanted to let you know, it looks like you have something hanging down from the bottom of your truck. And I was like, oh, hey, no. thank you so much, man. I'm going to go check it out. I really appreciate that. And he goes back, gets in his truck, you know, and we go on. So, of course, you know, I grab, get my food and I, I pull over and I get in there. And it, it, it wasn't anything big. It was this little bracket thing that kind of just holds underneath to protect a wire. Nothing nothing big. Not, not anything that has to be there. But... More of a cosmetic thing, I really think, because the wire's tucked up anyway. Anyway. Where <laughs> but are still... you going with this? <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. My truck's fucked up. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. But still, for that guy to take that initiative to get out just to come give me the common courtesy, like, hey, dude, just so you know, you might want to check this out. Like, he, he literally got to have his truck in the line at the fast food place to come say that to me. Like, that's cool as crap. That is cool. I pulled some smoking the bandit shit one time where there was an 18 wheeler. Hustled a whole, what, eight, 80 cases of beer? It was 400 in the movie. Okay. And no, it has nothing to do with hauling beer. But <laughs> I was behind an 18 wheeler and the dude had his back uh, brakes locked up. Because I should say, <laughs> What? Are you trying to Burt Reynolds laugh? I can't. I'm Don't sorry. Do I that. failed. It's like, <laughs> You're way like that. You're way yeah. better. Oh, I keep saying I'm going to cut the beard into a mustache, and that's not going down real well. Oh. It's just going to have to happen one day. <laughs> They're just all going to come home. I'm going to be rocking like a porn stash. It's going to be phenomenal. But anyway, I'm following this 18-wheeler, and he has his back brakes locked up. And so he's white smoking, and then they catch on fire. Oh, crap. And I'm behind him for a while. And I don't know how this dude never checked side of his eye, side of his eye. Check his mirrors, because he would have seen he's on fire. And so we're on a, a pretty good stretch of road. So I'm like, I try to get up around the side of him in the oncoming lane. And I'm waving my hands like, dude, look back, look back. And he's not looking over. I don't know if he had headphones in, whatever. He's got sunglasses on. Doesn't give a shit. 
Hmm. And so then I got to back off because there's traffic coming. So then I tried to do it again. I did this three times and he never looked. So finally I was like, say la vie, motherfucker, and let him go. Hmm. And I just kind of slowed down, pulled off into a gas station and waited. Let him go. Never heard from him again. So who knows? Like that, he had somewhere he had to be. There might have been a pregnant lady, like giving birth in the cab next to him, and he's just like, "We gotta get somewhere." I don't know. Bunch of different scenarios. And an Asian wheeler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bunch of scenarios in my head played out, and I'm like, "Why would he just be dragging okay. ass on the yeah pavement?" I don't know. I've pulled enough trailers with my truck. I've never drove an Asian wheeler, so I can't say. But I mean, I've pulled enough trailers behind my truck. I think I would notice if my back brakes were oh, locked you up. You would, de- yeah. You would definitely know and feel it. Okay. But yeah, tr- I tried. You, when you, you got to go, you got to go. When you got to go, you got to go. I was like, he has somewhere he has to be important. I guess he's trying to make good time. Okay. He's on okay. the clock. What is? But yeah, legit fire. Hmm. Terrifying. Can't help someone that don't want to be helped. Hmm. You know who I would like to find a way to help? People that turn incredibly slowly. <laughs> I think you've when been they, there. When they slow way down to like, make a turn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you're going down the road, especially a road exactly that's like who you're talking about. 25 miles an hour, and then they start slowing down, and like, I'm going to turn the same place they're turning, coming from the other direction, or maybe I'm behind them, and they just slow down like to a time complete freezes. stop. In order to make this turn. <laughs> and you're not talking about like a little old lady here and there, right? You're talking about like you just. No, I'm, I'm not seeing it in, in younger people. I've seen it in, you know, people my age, you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm, I'm sitting there, like in my mind, I'm thinking like, are they worried about terminal velocity or, you know, uh, centrifugal force? They or got something a cup like of like, coffee is, on the dashboard. What is it that's going on? Why do you have to come to a complete stop to oh, slowly man. turn? Gets on my nerves in. so bad too, man. Oh, oh, oh yes. It drives me crazy. And, it happens know, every day. I get, I, I, I have to admit, I get a little bit of road rage like, with certain people. Turn this. Just, just turn. Just turn. Just turn. It's it's not the bad. And I mean, I'm not There's one of those accelerator. Like, Go. Yeah, I don't come screeching in, you know, and fishtail in while I'm doing it. Whatever. Like, no, I don't. I don't. Drive You're not like going to drift into the turn, bro. No, I don't drift in. No. But still, I'm like, man, and I want to be polite and allow somebody hey if you're if you're driving safely then great cool good you know you're that's better for everybody but at some point i'm like please just turn already you said polite that made me think of something okay when you're engaging in a polite exchange with someone whether it be a cashier a drive-through attendant something like that and you do the whole um how you doing today fine how about you? Rhetorical question. Rhetorical yeah. question. Yeah. And they unload their life story on you. Ooh. And you're caught. A lot of times it might happen at the cash register at a convenience store with the clerk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Fine. How about you? Well, man, let me tell you, uh, they're foreclosing on my house and they're coming to take my kids. And, you know, I've been working 17 hours a day and we got no one to cover the shift. And you're just standing there going... Give me my six pack and my lottery tickets, and let me get the hell out of here. Yeah, like I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not it, trying to be it, rude at all either. But it, it happens so much. My my and, heart does go. I mean, like and you're having issues. Like I, I get it, man. I, I understand. Everybody's got issues, but, but it was a rhetorical question. Yeah. Like you said, I'm just being polite in the exchange. Yeah, 
Oh, it's a pet peeve. I mean, it's, it's one of those pet peeves because you can see it coming. You can see it coming when they just their their head drops. It's like I I could sit here and tell you all my problems, but I I don't want to. Everybody has problems on you. Like you're not here for that. Come on, I wouldn't do it to you. Yeah. Well, speaking of oh, speaking of pet peeves, that is a great segue into a little segment we like to call search engine results. Ah, for those of you that are new to the show, for those of you that enjoy this segment, it's a little thing we call search engine results. What I do is ask the search engine on the internet an open-ended question. Keith's job is to guess whether the first thing to pop up is A, B, or C. I give him three options. Keith, are you ready to play? Sure. I'm going to get it this time. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're going to do it. You can nail it. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. In a thing called love? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, for your search engine result question today, which segues perfectly into what we've been talking about, what I ask is the number one pet peeve is mm. that's what i typed in mm. number one pet peeve is a being ignored b chewing or c lying Ooh. now ladies and gents Ooh. keith has to guess whether the first thing to pop up in the search engine when i typed in number one pet peeve is is a being ignored b chewing or C, lying, being a liar, dirty sneaky snake liar, sneaky snake. What a sneaky snake you are! All right, bro. So, want me to repeat them for you one more time? A, being ignored. B, chewing. Or C, lying. Man, all three of those are really good. I'm gonna go with. A, being ignored. Final answer? Final answer. I've been waiting to do this for a moment. You got it, man. It's A. I got it! Yes! (laughs) You finally got one! I finally got one! Yes! (laughs) You did it, you smart bastard. It only took me a million tries. (laughs) You did it! Wow. Ah, uh, yeah, you got uh, it. Well, I finally it was got a, one. It was A, being ignored is so, the number one pet peeve. So what I'll win this time. Um, How about that sip of that scotch? Okay. I'm a big enough man there. Mm. Tell you what, you're going to have the whole glass. Mmm. Good whiskey. Scotchy, Take it in. Scotch, scotch. Scotchy, scotch, down. scotch. Down, down into, into your belly. Mmm, I finally uh, got one. Yay. You did it. Hmm. I had no doubts in you, bro. I've conquered the beast. You did it. (laughs) So proud of you, man. I am better than the internet. (laughs) You got one out of, what are we on, episode eight, nine? Let's not go there. Yeah, we'll we'll tiptoe around that. Dude, I've had a great conversation again with you, like always tonight. Good time. Good time. I want to thank everybody out there in listener land for uh, lending us your ear for a little bit. We want to remind you all to subscribe, share. Get in the comments and tell us what you'd like the random men to talk about next time. We'll also look forward to hearing back from you. Until next time, we'll see you down the road.